This is One in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 54 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to One in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism, and I am absolutely thrilled to have return guests and former VV Anderson Award winners, um, John Donvin and Karen Zucker, the co-authors of In a Different Key, The Story of Autism. Karen and John, welcome back to the show. It is so nice to be back. Thank you. So I'm thrilled to see your faces on Zoom. Um, I know our listeners are just going to hear our voices, but but uh, when I first met you, um, you had finished the book and were starting to um, to plan the development of a documentary of, of the movie version of the book. And um, since that time, obviously, many things have happened, including the launch of the movie. So we're going to get into that today. But for right now, could we start with just the both of you kind of giving a very quick update on, you know, your backgrounds and, and how the um, how the book came to be? And then we'll get into what's happened more recently. I'll start that. Um, I, I, maybe, Karen, do you want me to speak for both of us on this? Sure. So Karen and I worked together at ABC News for many years uh, where I was on television and Karen was behind the scenes and we were uh, worked as a team on numbers of different kinds of stories. But after Karen's son, Mickey, was diagnosed in the late 90s, uh, Karen asked me to work with her on doing stories that brought information about autism to the general public. So we did that for many years at ABC together um, while her little boy grew up to be a man who's now 27. And um, we wrote the book um, over many, many years, took us a long time. Um, the book came out in 2016, and we decided to do a movie version, which is coming out in 2021. That is great. Thank you. Very quick summary. I love that. But you covered a lot of ground. So I know you've known each other a long time. Um, it's thrilling to hear that Mickey is 26. Um, I guess so. He was probably you know, he was He's 27 uh, now, I think. 27, 27 now. So, wow. Um <laughs> And and, uh, and and the book, just, just to kind of bring everybody who's listening up to speed, if you haven't read this book, um, even with the movie coming out, I, I would just personally and professionally encourage you to uh, get a copy and read it. It was one of those books that I uh, really couldn't put down. It is the perfect blend, in my opinion, of story uh, and history and fact. And, um, and it really helped me see sort of the evolution of parent advocacy through a lot of pain um, and a lot of frustration. But where we are today with the number of families who are so engaged and involved with um, both the care of their loved one, but also the, um, the understanding of how big um, this whole world has really become. Uh, I could go on and on. I know we were limited on time. I just am going to say again, I would I would recommend uh, picking up the book and I, it can't hurt to read the book and watch the movie. So now we're in 2020 to 2021. Um, we've, we're, we've gone through a pandemic, which nobody saw coming in the middle of, of this experience for you. Um, we are, I'd love to hear you talk about sort of the, um, how, how the movie came to be, uh, what your thoughts are about it. And I know it's been shown now at several festivals. Is that correct? Yes, that's yes. Right. Okay. So maybe one of you could talk about sort of how it's been received and what, what the general feedback is um, about in a different key, the movie. Well, we started, we, we, I had always wanted to do a film. Uh, on autism and the film is actually it bounces off of the book and I, I loved your 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 description and your feeling about what the the book 
did for you because that was our goal, the, the way you took it in. Um, but we we felt we didn't reach enough of of the mainstream population, the civilians. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted to do a film that would really, really center on the same thing that we did in the book in terms of storytelling, but sort of have a much broader range of storytelling. And we we deviate from the book in the sense that that the book was really historical um, and we still tell the story um, throughout the whole film of the first person ever diagnosed with autism, Donald Triplett. Um, But we go more into the challenges of today and kind of acknowledge that there wouldn't be the challenges of today if there weren't the successes of the past. And um, that's everything from, you know, race to poverty to the the extreme ends of the spectrum people really don't know these days how broad the spectrum is um and we really wanted for people who didn't have a voice to be heard and seen and have a chance to express themselves as well um i don't know john you want to take it from there yeah i think an important thing we did in the movie by making it about the present day, as Karen said, is we really are concerned that people who are more severely challenged by autism uh, are not having their stories told because they can't speak, number one. Number two, their parents are too busy to be talking about them on Twitter and in the media. Uh, and that as a result, we're, it's it's great that the spotlight has, been, has come to people who can speak for themselves and self-advocates, but that spotlight uh, is too narrow. And there are people who cannot advocate for themselves whose stories are not being told. And we really made an effort to find a way to do that in a film. And it's a challenge in a film when somebody can't speak for themselves to share their story. But we figured that out because we think that's uh, that's just so important that autism um, really, really for a lot of individuals and, and families is exceedingly challenging. And the level and the degree of challenge is not being shared with the general public. Well, in our film, it is. I couldn't be um, more impressed that you went that direction. Obviously, um, you know that the, the population we serve in general at Anderson is that same population of people who struggle tremendously with communication, especially vocal communication. Um, and we hear the same things. A lot of the families that, that bring their children to Anderson and become a part of our community are the families who for a very long period of time didn't leave their homes, didn't talk about what was going on behind those doors, didn't have a voice, didn't have a, a platform. And as we've seen society, right, go from even even in April, right, autism awareness now, you know, we're hearing autism acceptance and moving to appreciation. And I'm hearing all of this language about it. Um, I do agree that things are changing, but the, the focus on... Um, acknowledging and, and and putting a spotlight on the entire spectrum, um, I think is incredibly important. So thank you for doing that. And I, I'm eager to see how that played out in the film. Um, I, I well, was actually, I was, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to say this because you mentioned it. I was directly influenced in, in my own commitment to doing that but because of partly by my visit to Anderson. Um, I mm-hmm. saw a presentation where parents literally said there's not enough attention being paid to to our kind, our children with our kinds of challenges, and Karen has had that commitment from the beginning. From the beginning, but for me, I've told Karen this that you know many times about how how it hit me when I went to Anderson. The frustration that the families have that the story their stories aren't being told sufficiently. Well, I appreciate you noting that, and and that um, I'm just 
thrilled that that was an, a takeaway that you got. It is a painful one, and I'm sure uh, Karen, having you know, living that, um, can you can really closely um, identify with that. But I spend a tremendous amount of time with the Anderson families, and it is something that actually has also informed the decisions that we make in in the office that I uh, oversee at Anderson, which is responsible for our social media and how we get messages out to the public about not only what Anderson does but what these experiences are. And recently we've been highlighting stories written by Anderson families, Anderson parents who've chosen to place their child with Anderson in a residential program. Um, and they are difficult to read because the, the pain and the, and the challenges shine through, but they're also heartwarming and beautiful to read and so important because um, it's, it's relatively easy to recognize that this is, this is so much pent up feeling yeah. and experience that has otherwise had very little outlet. So I think the book, the film, hopefully is a representative of a direction that society is starting to move into. Has that been your experience when you're out there showing the film? Are people talking about it? Well, that's that's the goal. Mm -hmm. And to some extent, we've seen a little bit of that. I mean, we, we just started at some film festivals and we were in um, Oxford, Mississippi, and we actually won the Jury Award as best documentary for that. Congratulations. Which was the is the, you know, the, 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 the state that uh, Donald Triplett, the first person ever diagnosed with autism, is from. Who came and to the movie, who came to the festival. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. That makes me yeah. smile. That's great. And we, we were really sort of stunned because we it's a small town, Oxford, and we, we were walking around after the, the we had shown the film and someone came up to us and said, oh, I know you, you know, you were in the movie. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'll, I'll, I'll never be the same. I've ne I'll never look at autism the same way having seen the film. And these, this wasn't this wasn't a, a person connected to autism in any way. This was a film goer. Mm -hmm. And John and I thought, wow. Like if we could do that every time somebody walked that, 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 that's, that was the plan. That was the mission. Yeah. So if we can, we can get people who don't know about autism and, and don't know that they have a stake in the success of people with autism's lives. Um, you know, that's what we're trying to, to give the world. Well, that sounds like exactly what you were after and also reminds me of an earlier conversation we had where in the beginning stages of, of thinking about creating a film, I thought, I think you at one point told me that, um, you know, right now, current days, uh, people consume things in film form <laughs> um, more frequently. So so that um, that's great. I hadn't thought about that, that you're going to have much more of a chance to touch the lives of people who are coming to a festival to watch films, as opposed to going to a seminar, because they are already impacted and affected by, um, by, by loving and caring for somebody with autism or being uh, on the autism spectrum themselves. We are going to take a very short break. When we come right back, I want to get into more of those stories and the impact. I'm going to leave our listeners quickly with uh, go to this website in a different key, the movie, all one word.com in a different key, the movie.com. And this is one in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. We will be right back. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. 
Now we are on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Pass it on. Imagine a little lady who wouldn't give up her seat on the bus, a TV host who wanted to be your neighbor, or an inventor whose 10,000 failures didn't stop him. These vivid images all share the same caption, inspiration. These people just did their best and they inspire us. Now, what will you do to inspire others? Inspiration is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught millions of people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling childhood disease from the face of the planet. But each of those 1,200,000 women and men know they could accomplish so much more if only they were 1,200,000 and one. Find out what an impact one person can make. Learn about Rotary at rotary.org. And now, 1 in 54 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm talking today with Karen Zucker and John Donvan, uh, co-authors of In a Different Key, the story of autism, as well as... Um, I don't know what your title is when it comes to the film. Are you directors? We're co-directors. Co-directors of uh, the film version of In a Different Key. And uh, we're talking about sort of some of the background. And then we were just getting into this awesome moment after you had um, shown the film in, uh, you said, Mississippi, correct? Yeah, Oxford, okay. Mississippi. Where, Oxford, well, Mississippi. The University of Mississippi. Beautiful. Right. So was it planned that Donald Triplett was going to come? We invited them. We invited his family. We invited the community who were um, part of the film. And uh, a lot of them showed up. It was really, really, really lovely. That's great. Donald really liked the movie. And, and in fact, you know, they have sort of red carpet interviews uh, from the local media. And Donald joined us, you know, in a, uh, two interviews. Uh, and by the way, Donald is not, you know, generally speaking, uh, you know, his autism, he, he, he doesn't like to be around crowds too much for too long and too many questions tire him out. Uh, but for some reason, he really got into it and he was he, he was really interviewed and much more just sort of voluble, fluently voluble than we've ever heard him be around other people uh, before. Uh, so I think I think it was kind of a high moment for him to, mm -hmm. to see this movie about himself and um, and definitely the people of Forrest. Mississippi, who we credit with having a wonderful, you know, really being just fantastically accepting of him. Uh, and, and by the way, we're for acceptance. We're definitely for autism acceptance. Um, that uh, that having that whole, that the, they came and they, they were proud that they had that part in the story. So it was a really nice event, really nice get together. 
That's wonderful. I, I um, it's one of my favorite parts of the of the book, and I did watch the trailer for the movie, and it was great to see to see that all come to life um, for me. Just you know, when you read a book, you kind of visualize it yourself, and then when you see it, it's a it's a different situation. But um, I'm 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 pleased to know that there was so much of an outpouring of support from him and his family, um, and so welcomed by the media. It I can't imagine what it would be like to to watch a movie about your own life featuring you because he's in the movie so is karen i guess um, so karen had that experience too so what was that like karen you were you were when when you worked together um in the news you were behind the scenes person correct yes so was that comfortable for you or did that bring up anything that was sort of surprising oh that it was very uncomfortable for me uh it wasn't something i was eager to do both to be in front of the camera and to have my family uh involved but um to John's credit, he pushed back over a number of years until he convinced me that it was, uh, and, and I agree now that it was, it was the right way to tell the story mm-hmm. um, because it, it, gave, it gave the audience a, a thread and an insight into, you know, um, you know wh- where this all came from, where the desire yeah. to kind of yeah. do this film. Because the, the, the book is a story that Karen and I researched and, and, and wrote about the history of autism. The movie is the story of Karen researching and writing the book about autism. So she appears and, and why she why she would do that. And and the why she would do that is because she has a son who's got challenges and she wants to know how society is going to treat him, respect him, protect him, value him, befriend him. And um, and so we and also we and also that and be that way to everyone who is on the spectrum, mm-hmm. yeah, not yeah. just Nikki. Right. right. That's very important. I mean, Karen, from the beginning, is from the day back in 1999, she first asked me to work with her on stories about autism, said, I have this kid. It's why I care. But I really want our work to help the broader community. Yeah, I think that's a that's an interesting um, I mean, it's a it's a it's a wonderful um, and incredibly hard thing to do, I would think, um, to, to think outside yourself and your in your immediate family and your immediate struggles, especially as a young parent of a, of a young child, not knowing what the future would bring, um, to be able to think about others as well. But I, you know, again, going back to when I first read the book, that came through loud and clear. So if that helps Karen at all, it certainly did speak to me in terms of um, it's a different thing. I mean, caring about about your own family member is is one thing. And when there were so few resources and so many challenges and so much judgment and uh, sort of, you know, roadblocks at every turn, um, many would give up and and probably many did and and but several pushed on and persevered and that um i love what you said earlier i wrote it down um that there wouldn't be the challenges today if there weren't the challenges of the past um challenge is going to continue there's always going to be another challenge around the corner but but i think that the the history that you shared in the book and then and then going back and and having the movie be about telling that story and why you chose to tell that story um is one of the things that will also help push us forward and, and change the future um, for so many. So, so I thank you for that. Well, I think there are a lot of parents that do that if they, if they, if they're able to, that Mm -hmm. people take their, whatever their experiences, whatever their knowledge is, um, families who have children with autism and try to kind of channel that um, when they're able to, I mean, the, the Linfords who are part of, you know, the Anderson center, um, you know, have a daughter with autism. And so we, we, I think we all in our own way 
try to do that. And some of us are able to do it in a professional way and some of us aren't. Mm -hmm. um, but we try to figure out what is it, you know, what is it that we can do to make the world better, you know, for our kid and, and, and therefore for everyone else, right? Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you said that. I'm, I'm going to um, just use it to, to, to share something that's on my mind a lot, just more and more. It never really gets smaller, which is just that people ask all the time, what can I do? What can I do? How can I help? You know, we, we do a lot of work at Anderson in the community with our autism supportive environment programs and working with businesses and communities about how they can become more autism supportive. Um, and that's a big question we get. And, and I often respond saying, think about uh, anything that you could do that, that feels like the kindest thing that you could do for anybody. Um, sometimes it's not about, you know, I have to be an expert. Like you just said, it can be in a professional way. It can be, um, it can be because maybe you have resources and means to do something that others really cannot accomplish, um, or at least in the short term. But sometimes it's about recognizing that somebody's struggling in your community, maybe on the sidewalk, maybe in a store, maybe they need, you know, an offer of support, or maybe they need space, maybe they need somebody just saying, you know, hey, I got your back. I'm going to stand here about 20 feet away for a little bit. If you need anything, let me know. Otherwise, we'll just move on. I mean, it's it's sort of like just sometimes breaking it down to the simplest possible thing and saying if, if something that somebody could do for you and your family that would feel good and would make you feel welcome and comfortable, um, just do that and 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 don't you know don't necessarily feel like you you're so constricted by having right. to know everything about autism. There's a line in the movie that comes near the end where Karen says this, th the thing we're talking about is not about charity. It's about real friendship that mm. you know, have a connection with an autistic person if, as a, as a two way friendship, not as an act of charity. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Um, so we're coming down to just a couple minutes left in our conversation today. I want to give you the chance to talk about anything coming up, um, any places you'd like uh, people to know that you're going to be. Um, and, and also, if there's any other feedback that's coming your way about the film that you would like to share. Well, um, in terms of how the film's doing, we, we haven't done a general release yet, and we're still working on details for that. Um, but we we're, we kind of have a, a vision and a goal that's developing of of going community by community with screenings and um, so that we can keep things at a really local level and start local conversations. And we're trying to figure out how to do that. And we're making progress on that. But in the meantime, we've been showing the film at film festivals and we've, we won the best jury prize, best documentary in Mississippi. And we won best documentary in Sonoma international film festival in California by the audience vote. And we're, we're, we're going to be appearing at the, um, Sedona, Arizona Film Festival, mm -hmm. and that's one. That one's in person. Uh, so a lot of these are now virtual, and we were just selected for the New York <laughs> Documentary Film Festival. So th those are all things that will happen in the next few months. But you know, film festivals are their own sort of unusual world. And it, the nice thing about them is that people who are not connected to autism are getting to see the movie just because yeah. they're going to the movies. Um, but further down the road, we want to be reaching out initially to the autism community as, as a base. We want, we want everybody in the community to be talking up the movie and to care about mm -hmm. it and to bring it, be trying to find ways to bring it to their communities. And then from there, we want to grow. And, and, and it's not just, you know, and it's businesses and it's the medical community and right. You know, it's employment and it's policing and, you know, and, and we touch on and race and all of those things we actually touch on in the film. So we want to bring the film, you know, to those kinds of places to, mm -hmm. to you know, to help everybody. 
kind of figure it out and see, you know, that it's not that hard. That sounds like a, a wonderful future plan to me. Um, you know, if Anderson can help in any capacity when it comes to that, um, you know, you can always reach out to us because, um, you know, we've just, uh, you know, generally speaking, I think you, you're telling the story and sharing, uh, you know, a message that is really resonant with, with so many of our families. So I, I appreciate it. I want to remind people who are listening to go visit in a different key, the movie.com. I'm assuming there'll be information up there as you get into your next phase of, of um, releases. That's where people can get some information. Um, and and I'm, I'm happy to hear that you've won so many awards already and that you're being invited to different film festivals. I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, and uh, just want to say um, thank you again for being on the show. You guys are great guests always, and we're really thrilled to know you. And we're, we're very excited and happy for you. So congratulations on In a Different Key, the movie, and, um, and for getting this message out to so many people. Thank you, Eliza. Thanks thank so much. You. Appreciate All it. right. This Thanks is One in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to One in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week. 